Hello and welcome to the Dickheads podcast. My name is Rob Delves and as always, and for the final time in 2020, I'm joined by Sean Jessamine and Damon Bednarski. Firstly, out to Pakenham. G'day, Sean. Hi, Rob. How are you, mate? Yes, good, mate. Good. How's the, uh, how's the Christmas spirit in Pakenham, mate? Is it at fever pitch yet or what? Oh, yeah, there's a few, uh, you, you drive around and you see some Christmas decorations on the trees and stuff. So, you know, you know, uh, Packham's all getting festive, but other than that, same old. Oh, beautiful, mate. I'm glad to hear it. And then we've got Damo, of course. The Maui Marvel is back in his hometown. How was the street parade welcoming, welcoming you back, Damon? Oh, they're all out, mate. They're all welcoming <laughs> me back. Get back here, mate. Come in, come in. Was, Join there, us. was there a banner or what? Yep. Welcome back to Maui Damo. As you drive past the Maccas, they're all welcoming you back, mate. <laughs> the Maccas. So you've got your own grandstand at the race course, don't you? Oh, just about. <laughs> BYO um, grandstand at Maui. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it is on the old on the heavy night track. So what's the um what's the Christmas plans look like for you, Damo? Uh pretty quiet, mate. Just yeah, small yeah. lunch on Christmas Day for me. Very good. And how long are you planning to stay in Maui for? Uh, yeah, good question. Maybe just mm-hmm. a couple of days, just a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Just see off Christmas, mate, and then get back for a big NYE extravaganza. Yeah, that's it, mate. Just see off the new ball and back to <laughs> Melbourne when the ball gets a bit softer. <laughs> Absolutely. Shawnee, mate, what are your plans for Christmas, mate? Yeah, just, uh, spend Christmas day with the, with the family and then, uh, Molly and I will be going away for a bit. So it'll be good. How about you, Rob? Oh, very good. Oh, mate, just with the family, of course. Got the uh, it's a few little rug rats running around, um, the care of my sisters. So they're yeah. uh, always energetic this time of year. So it's good that it, um, having a couple of niece and nephews sort of sort of um, brings back the magic of Christmas a little bit. So now that should be good. Have you, uh, um, yeah, have you taped just, up uh, half the tennis ball yet? So you can, uh, <laughs> I, I saw, yeah. I saw, was it last year or the year before? Your, yeah, uh, last year. Your brother in law, yeah. Zachy, gave you pretty good, uh, Belting. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a couple of years ago now. And so I had a bit, I had 12 months of preparation where I could sort of, you know, tape, tape a few um, tennis balls together and see which one I could get some movement out of. And um, we had a bit more success last year, which was good. So hopefully <laughs> we can carry that into, uh, carry that into this year. But yeah, we, like it's a gravel driveway. So there's a few rocks in there as well. So you hope they sort of just ping off there and go anywhere. <laughs> Uncle yeah. Rob bowling bounces at the six-year-olds, eh? Yeah, just the, uh, <laughs> the ego boost, yeah. <laughs> Don't bowl there, mate. Don't bowl there. Uh, yeah, so that no, should be good, um, hopefully. So, yeah. But what about you, Sean? Are you going, uh, going away? Where about you going? Yeah, so we'll head up near uh, Bright. So Molly, Molly's yeah. family heads up there every year, so we'll go there for a bit, and then we're both yeah. going to head down uh, Great Ocean Roadway So for a few days, so yeah, that'll beautiful. be good. And then back beautiful. into the So if you see... If, if you see Sean on the road, make sure you are, uh, make sure you heckle him out there to all the trikes, trikes followers. He'll love to stop and have a chat and uh, talk all things about himself and then trikes as well. So, yeah, you know, make sure if you run into Sean, you uh, give him give him a, a hello. That's good, Rob. Well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what are we, uh, boys? This is we're going to do a quick little intro here before we get stuck in our podcast. But uh, in terms of twenty twenty one, what are we hoping that Santa will bring us? So this will probably um, be a little nice little interlude into our New Year's resolution. So firstly, what do we hope Santa will bring us, and that might tie into a New Year's resolution? So Shawnee, you want to go first on this one? 
Yeah, I don't know. A bit, a bit of normalcy, I suppose. 2020 has been a bit mm. of a weird year, so um, it'll be good to have a footy season back down at the Dolphins, um, hopefully get stuck in there. Um, and then I'll be going back to uni next year, actually, to study physio. So that'll be some tough work, I think, but hopefully it'll um, hopefully be pretty good and get some good results and that sort of thing, and I'll, I'll enjoy it. So just hoping for some smooth sailing, I suppose you could say. Beautiful. Whereabouts, um, whereabouts is the uni degree happening, mate? Uh, that'll be uh, University of Melbourne. So be trekking into the city a few days a week and knocking that over. So should be good. So what address did you put on your application? Because you clearly didn't use Pakenham then if you're <laughs> applying to the University of Melbourne. Yeah, I'm not sure there'd be too many Pakenham uh, graduates over the yeah. years, but <laughs> hopefully I'll be one of them. Yeah, I reckon your your falcon might be a bit suspect going into the, uh, the leafy surrounds of Parkville. Yeah, a bit out of place. Yeah, I reckon. You might get a few parking tickets, mate, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, uh, good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Good luck for that, mate. That should be a nice endeavour. And Damo, in terms of your um, 2021, mate, what are, we, uh, what are we hoping it looks like? Uh, hopefully things with triacs continue to... Um, broaden and we mm. you know, expand into different areas and working with a few more clubs and athletes, hopefully um, that would be pretty good for the business and myself mm. personally. So yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Um, for me personally, I think I hope that we, yeah, we can develop triacs um, to a greater extent in 2021. I hope we can really um, have a nice uh, springboard of a year um, and then, Hopefully the uh, the Western Bulldogs will uh, rise again uh, up the top of the AFL ladder. Hopefully Miami Heat will go one step better than last year, um, and hopefully I will be able to run a half marathon at some stage next year. Oh. It's one of my goals. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully I can get my body into that shape and improve the mobility in order to do so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I know there's a few comments that are, are waiting to be said on this front. So if you've got a boys, then please, yeah, well, no, just 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 for those listening for our content day, uh, where we went and filmed a few things. Some of you might have seen on Instagram. Rob put a few things up where we we went and filmed some things, and a few of Rob's uh, demos weren't exactly uh, A grade. Let's just say that. Yeah, it, it, uh, someone walked past and actually asked if this bloke had got out of the uh, nursing home and needed help getting back. Uh, he, he's moving like a fifty or a sixty-year-old there mm. with some of those exercises. Uh, yeah, yeah, not great, not great. I'll be the first to put my hand up about that, but you know, it's um, it's a canvas on which I will build upon. So watch this space in twenty twenty-one. Watch Strava too. I'll be I'll be burning up Strava. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, let's get off this topic pretty quick because I'm actually uncomfortable. Um, firstly, uh, before we get stuck in the podcast, thank you to everyone out there, actually, everyone who's supported us in, in whatever way. Um, so thank you if you bought merch, if you've subscribed, liked, commented, given feedback, any of that sort of stuff. We really appreciate everything that's come our way from, um, from everybody out there. So we thank you and we thank you for the reception you've given us. It's made it a lot easier and uh, makes us feel really good and supported so thank you for that and hopefully um you can continue to support triax into 2021 where hopefully bigger things lay ahead but now uh for this intro for this installment of the podcast we want to talk about the christmas break um, from an athletic standpoint and um 
you know, what we can do over, over the Christmas break in order to, you know, manage our um, progress or even improve um, our training workload around that. So hopefully uh, this podcast will provide you a bit of value whilst you're uh, you know, stuffing your face on, uh, on Christmas Day, boys. So before we get really stuck into training over the Christmas break, um, we want to talk about maybe recapping 2020 as a year, particularly from an athletic development standpoint, I guess, in terms of programming, considering you know the various lockdowns and, and the situations that's been thrown at us. I think it might be an interesting topic if we can sort of reflect on that, boys. So maybe if we want to go through um, a couple of points of discussion surrounding exercise during this year and maybe the observations you, you guys made throughout 2020. So, Shawnee, do you want to kick us off with that one? Yeah, I reckon like the so we saw I guess gyms were pretty much closed for what about eight months. We had a little couple of weeks here in Melbourne where they were open mm. in the middle of the year, but closed again pretty quickly after that. Um, so I think we saw a lot of people um, sort of use the the bare necessities of um, when it comes to training and when you're limited with equipment and that sort of thing. So I think it's sort of um, saw a few people get creative with it and mix up a few things and a lot of people would probably tried a few things that they wouldn't normally i think a lot of people took up running which was mm. probably the it's probably the easiest thing to do because you don't need any equipment um most people can do it you just walk out the front door for a lot of people and you and you get started so um i suppose there's been a little bit yeah, a little bit of shift in that and i think we've seen that gyms aren't exactly they're not they're not a hundred percent a necessity. You don't have to have a gym membership. You can still make it work. Obviously we love gyms and it makes our job a hell of a lot easier when we do have access to one. Um, but I think we've seen that we can, if we need to, uh, we can go, we can go without it. We can still make it work. Yeah. Beautiful. Damo, any observations or discussion that you noticed throughout 2020? Yeah. I think it just made everyone realize that um, the online platforms that are available for coaching and um, communication and everything like that are very easy to use and um, it works. So the face-to-face coaching side of things, um, I guess, was just shown that you don't necessarily have to be there at the same location to be able to provide that sort of service. Um, I I still think the face-to-face is the best option, but obviously with Zoom and things like that, it has made it um, workable that you can still provide coaching and training online. So that's something that I think will continue into the future, um, especially with coaches potentially being in different locations and specialize in a particular things. So athletes mm. might actually now s- seek them out. So it might be someone that, you know, works in the U S or the UK or something like that. And then they're going to start providing coaching to athletes in Australia potentially. So I think it's shown that that definitely can be done. Um, but yeah, certainly what Sean's added that the home gym, I think there'll be, many people that come out of this lockdown period and 2020 with a really good home gym set up. Um, mm. And they're probably not going to be paying for a membership at a gym anytime soon because they've got those facilities. So um, yeah, it certainly did see the rise of online coaching and training and uh, the home gym 2020. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, an interesting point about what we actually need for exercise as opposed to what we think we need. I think, Sean raised that as an interesting point about how you think that you need everything in terms of the gym equipment. But as, as the events of 2020 and coronavirus have showed that it's not necessarily the case and we can become very inventive when we have to. So it is an interesting, interesting observation that what we think we need versus what we actually have and what we actually do need is quite different. So 
that'll be interesting um, from that front. Do we feel that anything that's probably become paramount in 2020 will translate into 2021? So Damo, online coaching, uh, you spoke about that. Do we feel like that's going to become bigger in 2021 or is the trend going to go back to that face-to-face that we uh, are we used to? I think it might stay around as an option, certainly with the uncertainty around COVID still um, moving into 2021 and a vaccine not being released in Australia. I think that's something that will definitely definitely stay available. Um, Mm. But I think most facilities and coaches would be looking to transition back into face-to-face coaching if it's possible. Likewise, with teaching at universities and schools and stuff like that, their their preference would be to do it face-to-face, but it's obviously going to, it's not going to go away, the online coaching, I don't think. Absolutely. I think that, so Shawnee, I think that one of the things that may hopefully blend into 2021 is maybe the the home-based routines and hopefully an improved adherence to your own programming, maybe. Yeah, I think we've seen a lot of people, uh, as sort of Damo said, they've invested in, some sort of gym equipment because the eight months that gyms were closed was a long time. So I think everyone's, well, most people have at least got something. Um, it's not, again, it's probably not ideal and it's not everything that you would normally need, um, but you can still make it work. And I think that for a lot of people that are time poor, especially getting back into work, um, particularly people with families or kids, that sort of thing, mm. we might see that you've got that, equipment at home instead of having to drive to the gym and and spend some time there you might quickly get a little 20 30 minute workout in because you've got the Mm. equipment right in the next room Um, and that's something that may you may not have had access to before and you thought shit i've got to go to the gym i've got to get up all this energy you've got to make sure someone's cooked dinner and done all this all this stuff when um, and it sort of takes the hassle out of it a little bit, I suppose. Again, it's probably not ideal. You're probably not going to get the best results if you're doing all your workouts at home compared to in a gym, but at least it's another option um, instead of doing nothing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Great points there from, from the boys. Um, is it so in terms of 2021, uh, and for your own personal development, boys, is there anything you guys are going to focus on going into 2021? Uh, yeah, just continuing like to develop as a coach. So um, mm. different roles and stuff like that. Um, I'm probably due to go do the ASCA level two. So um, if they're offering it in Melbourne, I'll be looking to do that. Um, But yeah, nothing too much outside of that other than the normal professional development and coaching. Uh, Very good. And for people that um, don't know, ASCA is the Australian Strength and Conditioning Association. So they do like accreditation courses for coaches um, in the, in the field and in the industry. Shawnee. Oh yeah. I suppose go on to do physio that all get uh sort of a little bit of a different um yeah tool in the toolbox so that'll um, be yeah. a dif- different perspective on a few things i think um anatomy's never been one of my strong suits at at uni so i'm gonna have to hit the books pretty hard with that but it'll, i think it'll be good um even just from a strength and conditioning perspective with mm. all the other roles i do at frankston and at, at scopus and that sort of thing um always got kids that not that i'll be able to start diagnosing people with injuries straight away but um having that Mm. little bit more of an understanding of what sort of what's happening in the body um i think will help me as a coach just going forward so i think that'll be good Mm. it's good for exercise prescription too isn't it sean you understand it a little bit better so you can probably prescribe a more appropriate exercise having that better understanding absolutely how about you rob what are you looking to do um probably i reckon i'd 
agree with Damo, maybe looking at um, ESSA for me would be so Exercise Sport Science Association, whatever it is in Australia, um, doing one of their accreditation, uh, their further up um, accreditation, which would be good in the new year. And then maybe uh, just some more personal development stuff, maybe try to get a bit more better at some analytics. So some computer programming, sort of like a money ball sort of set up for people that, um, well, a general term, that would be interesting. Um, I'm not smart enough for that, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, all right, so now we've uh, spoken about 2021. Let's, let's speak about the Christmas period of 2020, shall we? So in particular, training over the Christmas break. So this is an important part of the macro cycle, I guess you could call it, or the yearly plan of a lot of athletes, particularly team sport athletes. So I'll leave it up to you boys to discuss probably the, the important principles, I guess, initially of training over the Christmas break. So Damo or Sean, maybe throw it to Damo first if you want to kick off with some of the principles we need when we're thinking about training over this break. Yeah, I think the, the most important thing is that if, if you've had a training block, so I know a lot of um, sub-elite teams and athletes have gone back for maybe like two or three weeks of training, which is probably not ideal in terms of preparation going into that, but it means you've got some training under the belt. So what you'd be looking to do over this Christmas period is um, – either using it one of the weeks over the Christmas period as a little bit of a deload week. So around that Christmas period, that would be an ideal time to actually go, all right, we'll just drop down the, um, the volume of training, but keep the intensity. So you could do that around the Christmas period so you can still enjoy Christmas, Boxing Day, that sort of stuff. And then the weeks after that, what you'd be looking to do is um, maintaining that training volume and intensity that you'd, you'd started to develop. Otherwise that two to three weeks that you've conducted before Christmas is essentially irrelevant because if you have done that and then you take two, three weeks off for Christmas and do one or two sessions a week sporadically, and then decide to come back to training after that, you're pretty much going to be either back where you started, or you may have even gone further backwards. Um, so what you want to do is just, be consistent with your training over this period. So if you have been training two to three times a week, as I said, with that Christmas week and those, those busy days where you normally got things on and you're drinking and eating and all those sorts of things is just plan your rest days to be those days and then block your training in and around that. But I think the most important thing is that you don't just completely throw it out the window. You need to be um, looking at planning out your training within that period to give yourself the best opportunity to come back either at the same fitness level or slightly above what you um, were before the Christmas break. Yeah. Like I said to our boys at Frankston the other night, like over this period, you probably like we set out a plan for them. And I sort of said, like, you're not going to be able to, like, I know that you're not going to do every session exactly as it's written out because there'll be boys who are, they'll be going away. They'll be doing other things. They'll be spending time with family. Um, it's a busy time for a lot of people. And, but I just said like, it's not super rigid in that maybe you have to change the day that your running's on, or instead of you might not be able to make it into the gym, you could do a workout at home or you could do more conditioning stuff. Um, it's, it's more about, not just throwing everything out the window if you can't get what's planned in. Um, make sure you're doing something. So as we we're talking about before, a lot of people are going to have some sort of equipment at home now. So maybe you can't get into the gym or you've or you've um, spent a lot of time or you know you've got a busy day coming up. So you try and jam it in in the morning or something like that at home. 
Um, and if you're going away, maybe you take a kettlebell or two with you, you take maybe some resistance bands, depending on what equipment you have. And instead, you might not be able to do your normal gym session, but you could get like a circuit type thing in where you're doing sort of similar uh, exercises, similar movements, but you've, you're just not doing it with the same weights or anything like that that you would at the gym. So um, don't put too much pressure on yourself to try and train as much as you were. Um, because everyone's going to be busy. Um, but at the same time, like don't do nothing either. Like there are definitely ways around it. Like I know most people are going to be busy, but that doesn't mean you don't have to do nothing. So make it work for you. Um, and especially when you get back into it in maybe mid Jan, whenever you st- start back, you'll, your body will thank you for it as well. Cause you've still been doing something. Mm, I think that's important. Something is better than nothing. So during this period, a lot of people go away. So if you go to the beach or you go camping or something like that, like if you go camping and you've cut firewood or something like that, you know, you can lift, lift that a few times and do some exercises with firewood. Or if you're at the beach, you know, mix it up and do some um, running on the sand or some hill runs at the beach or something like that. You can always just mix it up. So if you're doing something, it's always better than nothing. But if you go with the the motto of um, sitting at home and drinking six beers a day and watching the test matches and stuff over Christmas, that's probably not ideal. Um, so if you can add something in there and sort of keep some normality where possible, um, that's probably going to yeah help you come 2021. Very good. So from those points, so summarising what the boys have said then, so the three, some well, basically three key points really is establish what your goal is for the period, it sounds like. So um, if you've already trained and you've had like an established base of training, then you're going to work to maintain that um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully just looking to maintain that. And if you haven't um, had that established base and you're probably looking to um, keep it a decent level throughout, and then you need to take into consideration probably your time constraints. So where you're going, if you're going on holidays, you need to take extra equipment. Um, you know, if you're going to a different location, what else do you need to bring? And then also the third probably principle you need to be looking at is um, your commitments around the season. So when is the when is the season going to start back up? Have we still got an extended break after Christmas as well? Because I know a lot of people aren't going back until you know, mid to late January as well. So there's still a bit of time after that Christmas period where you still need to plan for. So that's probably the three main uh, points that will probably guide your intent going into this Christmas break, boys. So now we've discussed the training principles that should guide our Christmas break. Maybe we should have a bit of a discussion around some specific prescription um, details for the Christmas break boys. So Sean and Damo, maybe if we want to go through this section, um, talking about some guidelines in terms of frequency intensities uh, around your training, and then uh, we can go from there. So maybe if we want to give a broad intro into um, some different frequencies and intensities that, you guys may look at programming. Yeah. So from a running perspective over the, um, the, the break, I'd be looking at having at least two running sessions per week. Um, yep. The evidence out there shows that if you do at least two running sessions per week, you're going to maintain your existing base. If you're doing the right type of training, um, you may even move up to three sessions if you're looking to really ramp things up and keep progressing. But as we said earlier, you, you're probably looking to maintain over this period. So two quality sessions. So that might be a nice um, interval-based session, one of them. And then uh, the other session might be a bit of a longer 
um, aerobic based run. If you're adding those in um, two sessions per week, you'd be um, going in the right direction to sort of be maintaining your aerobic fitness over that period. Yeah. I think the same thing sort of would be with your resistance training as well. You want to at least be exposing your body to the same sort of movements and stuff so that um, you're probably not going to be hitting any PBs or anything over this, over this period of time. But if you're just exposing your body to the different ranges of motion that it would normally be used to when you actually get back to, um, to sort of normal training um, after Christmas um, heading into January, then um, you're not going to be waking up tired and sore and hardly able to move. So um, it's just set it, this period sort of just setting yourself up to be um, to sort of maintain. And then once you get into the swing of things, it's, it's going to be easier to, to get back into it and then improve instead of having the first couple of weeks being like you pull up sore and you and it's just going to make it a bit quicker to get, get back into things. Yeah. I think I touched on it earlier, but it's, it's, a good way to think about it is it's a deload or you're unloading a bit of your um, volume and intensity for this period. So you still want to be ticking the boxes. So as Sean said, you know, still doing your key movements and um, from a running perspective, you still want to be getting K's in the legs and some high intensity stuff. But it's certainly, um, if you're looking at it on a graph, you know, you might've been had a bit of a spike in volume for the two to three weeks before, um, the Christmas period, you'd really be looking at dropping that down um, over this period and just touching the, the bases. And then, yeah, when we come back after the Christmas period, you can start to ramp that up and build on the intensity. Absolutely. So it seems like from this, from the discussion from you two boys there is that three days a week seems like the slot, I reckon, in terms of your, set, in terms of like your total frequency of training. So with the, the composition of... The demo initially brought up running sessions and then and Sean spoke about resistance training. Is there an ideal combination of the two there, do you think? Um, I guess it all depends on your schedule as well. Like I think it's important that, sort of mentioned it before, don't put too much pressure on yourself to squeeze your sessions in. Like if you're spending time with your family or your friends, like prioritise that. Like it's not going to be the end of the, end mm. of the world if you, if you do miss a session. But as we sort of said as well, don't throw everything out the window. You can sort of either um, reschedule it for another day or you can try mm. a different session or just fit something in. Um, like I, I guess Damo said, the two the two running sessions um, are probably best just as like a bare minimum. Um, and that can, they don't have to be that long either. Like as long as you're getting a few Ks in the legs and keeping that same intensity, like if it's, if it's going to be a deload week, it might only be, 20 30 minutes so um it is it is still like it's obviously still a commitment to get it in but it's not gonna you're not gonna be down at the oval for an hour hour and a half Mm. um and it's the same with the weight sessions like you might only have to do if you do maybe one to two if depending on i'd probably do one to two full body sessions and that that should be enough as well like you don't have to go spending all this time exercising Mm. like prioritize having fun, spending time with your family and your friends and that sort of thing. That's going to be more important than, than making sure you've, you've done your sets of bench press and your, and your squats. Benchy. Oh, mate, yeah. I, I'll tell you what, there'll, be, there'll be still be a few blokes pumping out the benchy <laughs> coming into that time of year, mate. I think, I think adding to that, um, it's, it's the quality of the sessions rather than yep. the quantity. So if you are going to commit to doing them, make sure that they are quality. So 
Um, as we said, don't try and rush it. Fit it into somewhere where you've got a spare day or you know you, you've got some spare time. Or, you know, if you are with friends and family, you might just go down to the Oval or the beach for a kick of the footy or something like that and you can add in a little conditioning component there or a strength component mm. there um, and do it with your friends and family. So don't feel like you have to... Um, be out there running around the track by yourself. It's actually probably a good time to exercise and be around different people. You know, you've got family around. There might be a cousin or a brother-in-law or, you know, sister-in-law that's into running or in the gym and you can go with them and do something different. They might have something different for you to join in with. So um, always keep those options open as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think, and after the year we've had as well, it's um, probably good just to do uh just to catch up with family and friends and enjoy their company uh, rather than go fog yourself on the track. And what Damo said about, you know, the beach, that's, that's a good idea as well. Like particularly with summer. So again, it might be like a, a nice bit of variety in your training as well. So, you know, go down the beach, bit of water, bit of water work, you know, with your family and friends as well. So like Damo said, that old adage about incidental activity, you know, you can, you can get a lot of that, you know, enjoying your time with your family and friends, your family and friends anyway. Uh, down the beach, I should say. So there's always um, there's always chances for you to exercise later on, but cherish the time you spend with your family and friends because after this year, you just don't know what, what can happen and, and what's around the corner. Absolutely. But if you do, on the other hand, though, if you do um, have similar plans or you live in a similar area or you're going on holidays in a similar place to one of your mates or if you know if a few of your teammates as well, then by all means, you can organise sessions around that. Like that's... You know, that's that's a good thing as well. It's good for your team morale and and your own sort of work around that. So, yeah, there's obviously it's it's probably not putting so much pressure on yourself to do these things, but if the opportunity arises, then obviously you know go ahead and uh, and grab them. But I think, boys, that might be it um, for this podcast or for this section of the podcast. Anyway, I think we've covered a um, covered a fair bit. Um, over the over this year anyway. But maybe, boys, is there a highlight for you, boys, in terms of any podcasts or anything we've done in terms of trikes this year that you can look back upon? Shawnee? I think, um, I guess just even starting it to begin with, like I think that it was sort of the middle of lockdown and we're probably all feeling a bit uh, unmotivated with things and yeah. um, it was it was pretty uh, pretty boring. Um, so I think even just, just starting and doing something of our own and creating all these things and all this content like social media stuff. I don't think any of us have, have done mm. that before or podcasts or YouTube yeah. videos or anything like that. So it's pretty foreign territory to us. Um, it's been different and um, mm. something different to do and it's been enjoyable, but um, I guess the highlight, like the, it was probably the, the least serious thing we've done, but the, the grand final day podcast, that was, <laughs> that was a good laugh. And then even the even the content filming day we had just yeah a few days ago that was that was good fun as well getting all together and and doing some stuff yeah. and putting yeah, putting and Rob through his paces in the in the warm up that was that was pretty much a session for you in itself wasn't it that warm up yeah it was right <laughs> absolutely yep you're still Long fatigued memories. from that Rob yeah still fatigued yep absolutely right yeah I was um, Damo what about for you mate well, this is your brainchild of course so what do you, what do you take away from this year I think just how much goes into something like this. Um, you don't mm. realise until you get started. I think we had that chat at our little Christmas catch-up the other day that, you know, if mm. one person was trying to do all this, it would be it, yeah. it'd be a part-time or a full-time job, really. Like, there's a lot that goes mm. into it. There's a lot of working parts. So, um, I think 
collaborating with each other and we all have slightly different views and opinions on things, but we've been able to sort of piece it together. So I think, yeah, I, how far it's all come mm. in a short period of time is actually quite amazing. And um, yeah. I think just, yeah, a, like a shout out to the people that have jumped on board. So in particular, Luke and Pavel, who have been clients mm. and have been doing programs and been really good for us. Um, I think that's been a highlight that they've really jumped on board and you can see the progression that they've had um, as clients who have, you know, bought into the triax sort of idea and concept and have worked on it and worked with us and really improved their own performance and well-being. So that's been a highlight for me. Yeah, agree. And uh, echo those sentiments as well, Damo. That's, um, yeah, absolutely right. Like, you can't do any of this stuff without the support of you know, the people that you're in and around. So um, from that perspective, definitely a big shout out to those, to those boys as well. And, and thank them for their continued support of us. Like, you know, it really means a lot. Um, for me, I think the, the highlight's just been sort of similar to Sean is like getting all this stuff together. And I think just working with you two boys, really like it's, it's, it's pretty good and it's pretty easy to work with you two guys. Like it's, um, yeah, it's fun to be honest. Like we all sort of, don't take things too seriously and, and, and get on with it and have, you know, disagreements about colors and, and all that sort of stuff from time <laughs> to time about what colors we should use and what color what shades of green we should use on posts and that. But, um, you know, it quickly, um, <laughs> it quickly turns personal and then it, uh, it becomes very humorous as well for the other person involved. So um, that's probably, I think with the highlight as well, it's just the, probably the mateship from you two blokes and, and um, yeah, just, constantly checking in on each other and growing something together. So I think that's, that's probably the, like, the really positive thing and, and why I always love jumping on with this, with you boys and, and, and doing all the stupid stuff on TikTok and, and Instagram reels and all that, which have gotten a bit crazier by the, by the week. But yeah, I was going to um, say, Rob, that'd be a highlight. Yeah. You wouldn't all the, all the TikTok blowing up. Yeah. Becoming yeah all, influencer. Yeah. Yeah. So this podcast might have a few sponsors next time in 2021. <laughs> you might see. Um, uh, I think Sports Dietitians Australia, they've wanted to jump on ever since we plugged the hell out of them a few podcasts ago. But um, yeah, so yeah, get on TikTok as well. Have a look at that in the break. There's plenty of content on there to keep you entertained. But no, uh, thank you to you two boys, actually. That's all I really want to say there. Is, uh, thanks to you boys for, for making it enjoyable. Um, good. And yeah, then, cheers, Rob. And then again, uh, on this front, just thanks to everyone else. Like, thanks again to the people that bought hoodies. T-shirts, all the merch, like that, you know, that basically saved Sean's reputation. So we appreciate that. Um, and yeah, just yeah, thanks to everyone, really. Thanks for all the feedback, um, queries, comments, everything on the various social media platforms that we have. So thanks very much. And if you want to jump on and check out all our previous podcast episodes where you've got a bit of time over the break, then please do so on YouTube, Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. So jump on there and have a look. Um, so, so thanks very much like to wish everybody a safe and happy new year. Um, hopefully 2021 is a lot better than, than 2020 was, but until then um, we'll say bye for now and we'll see a bigger and better uh, in season 2021 for us. So bye for now.